to the Real Estate Scripts Podcast, the show that helps you know what to say when you're talking to buyers and sellers so that you can close more deals and earn more money. I'm Darren Tunstall, a real estate professional, coach, and number one best-selling author. Let's get into this. All right, today we are working on ongoing service to the buyer, specifically either working with first-time home buyers or working with home buyers in general or the pre-qualification process. As a reminder, the purpose of scripts and dialogues is to come, learn, practice, and be prepared to fail forward. This is where we make mistakes and help each other out, but we're mostly interested in seeing how we can get better. First, we read through the script word for word, and then we go back and put it into our own natural tone, style, and phrasing. You won't know what to say until you go through the script. So with that said, many people will say, that's not how I sound, and I totally get it. That's not how you sound. But that is the reason why we practice every day so that the script becomes you and in your own voice. So read it word for word first, then go back and put it into your own natural tone, style, and phrasing, and I think it'll work out. So pulling up the advanced sheet or the cheat sheet for never split the difference, we are going to work on start with no email magic. That's right. Never split the difference. Deadlines, three uses of fair, extreme anchor, loss aversion, and bend their reality. And we could take any one of these. We don't have to necessarily go through all of them, but you know, we're going to read through them a little bit and then get a general over, you know, overview of what it, uh, of what they are starting with no, let's read this real quick. So we should have the two pages up or just the cheat sheet? Just page a cheat two. sheet. Yeah. And we are on page two of that cheat sheet and it starts with no. So this is the need to feel in control, get by saying no, saying yes, makes people defensive. And he has an example here. If I hear no. What about this decision doesn't work for you? So that's a question that we would want to ask. What would you need to make this work? It seems there is something about that bothers you or it seems or it seems there's something here that bothers you. So those are three different questions that we can hear when we hear a no and a no can come in different ways. You know, or it could be said in different ways. Let me put it that way. And then there are three types of yes. There's a counterfeit yes, a confirmation, and then a commitment. A counterfeit yes is an escape route because they want to say no. (laughs) A confirmation is a reflexive response question, affirmation with no promise of action. And a commitment is a true agreement that leads to action. So to trigger a no is now a bad time to talk. Might sometimes need to be forced counterpart into a no and then intentionally mislead an emotion, ask a ridiculous question that can only be answered by a no. Um, let's, let's go to those top three questions because that seems to be the one that we can probably work with the most. What about this doesn't work for you? So if we were, let's set this up. If we were working with, a buyer and we're getting them well here's here's the the topics under a pre pre-qualification positioning allied resources as your customers 
trusted advisor, differentiating between pre-qualification and pre-approval, or explaining the importance of being pre-qualified. Let's do that one, explaining the importance of be, being pre-qualified. So if I said something like, or you asked me a question, Darren, have you talked to the lender yet? Have you talked to the lender that I referred? No, I have not. So let's try that. So Emily, have you talked have you talked to the um, one of the lenders that I sent over? No. I, okay. I, I I was gonna call them, but you know, I I don't know. I don't know them, so so what about them that might not work for you? Uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, I've never heard of Nexa Mortgage. I don't know what that is. I should probably just go with my bank. I mean, I guess, but you said, you know, it's better to go with someone who can offer me different programs, but how do I know? Right. So I gave you three because these are people that I have worked with successfully. And I know that it would be a success for you too. And you're more than welcome to use your own bank or anybody for that matter. It was just a starting point. But I'm curious, what would it take in order to at least start that conversation with somebody and make that work? Um, yeah, I'm just busy. I'll, I'm going to probably do it probably tomorrow, I guess. Okay. Tomorrow. What time do you think you'll be making that phone call? Uh, I have a time probably around 10, I guess. 10. Okay. Would you mind if I call you around 12 to see how that conversation went? Who are you, my dad? No, I'm your realtor, and I need to know this so that when we place an offer on the home. If I say I'm going to call, I'm going to call. Yeah, I know, and I'm going to need their con all their contact information and everything that they've discussed with you so that I'm on the same page so that when we well, go out to look I don't know who I'm going to go with yet. I can't give you that right now. That's fine. How about you start with one of the ones that I gave you? Uh, well, I've never heard of them, so... We'll call all three of them. Find out. I mean, sometimes I'm shopping in the store and I've never heard of a product, but I try it out. And if I don't like them, if I like it, I keep buying it. If I don't like it, then I don't buy it. So tomorrow, 12 o'clock? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> You're not convincing me. Yes, I will call. All right. I, I just want to uh, make and sure. And then you call me at 12. Yeah, that's fine. Gotcha. All right. I just want to make sure because... I know you really want to buy this house. And in order for that to happen, we have to talk to the lender first. And I don't care if you don't, you can go with any one of them. I don't really care who you go with. I just need you to talk to someone and we need to fulfill this part of the process first. Does well, that make sense? I just want to kind of get inside the home and see if I even want it. Yeah, and absolutely. And in order to do that, Part of my work process is to make sure that you can afford the homes that we're looking at. Otherwise, we're all just. I make plenty of money. Let's get that confirmed with the lender. All right. Yeah. This has nothing to do with you personally. Just want to express that. 
it all has to do with making sure that we have all of our ducks in a row so that when you do see the home that you like, uh-huh. then we can make a confident offer with all the appropriate documentation because I'm asking for it now, but I, what will happen for sure is that when you make that offer, they are for sure going to ask it, ask for it and the contracts require it. So we might as well get that up done up front now. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. I, I mean, that's why I hired you. You're the expert. Perfect. Sounds good. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 12 after you talk to the lender. Okay. All right. So that was a no conversation. You made it a little bit more difficult, but. <laughs> was I supposed to go into the yeses or no? Not really. Just Because I, I was mean, trying to go in there like, and then I then when I said, yes, I'll call. I was kind of going into those too. I, I noticed that. And I was trying to go from a counterfeit because you were wishy-washy and yeah. to getting a true commitment yes. from you. So let's try that. Now you talk to Kevin and Kevin, you have to say no to Emily. Okay. Whatever she uh, asks you. So you can choose whatever you want. He could be a first time home buyer. You can already be working with him, setting him up with finding a home, or you can be talking about, you know, pre-approvals again, however you want to do it. Um. Okay. So, Kevin, I gave you a list of homes that meet the criteria. I've kind of set up a little schedule. We're meeting on Saturday. Um, so there's four homes on there. I think out of those four homes, you sh- you know, hopefully you'll find one that piques your interest and you want to make an offer. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I, I don't think I'm a, I don't think I want to go through with this. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to go through with this? No. Oh, wow. Okay. What about this doesn't work for you? Um, Is it the homes I've selected to view or what do you mean? No, no, no. I I just, I don't feel like that I'm ready and I think I need to save more. And I just, I don't think it's a good time to do it right now. Hmm. Well, you've already talked to the lender. You're pre-approved. You make enough, you know, income. Your debt is really good. You've done a great job at your credit score. So what would you need to do to make this work? Because you've been working towards this goal. I don't know. Maybe I just need more time. Well, let me just, maybe I just need some motivation. Are these not the right homes? Um, I mean, you told me three bedroom, two bath with a nice backyard in La Mesa. These all fit that, you know, in your price range. Seems there's something that's bothering you. I just don't know. Hey, Emily, let me um, interject really quickly. Okay. Ask ask the next question, which it just says email magic, but you, you can really use that question anywhere you want. So, Kevin, let me ask you this. Have you given up on finding a home right now? Not really. What would What would it take to get you ready? I think I just need to, I think I just need to clean up. My house a little bit. I'm, I'm, I am a little nervous on it too. Um, I've seen the houses. It's a big decision. Yeah, it is. it is. But I guarantee you, almost guarantee you, that you will not regret it 
you know, in the future, because even, you know, you're, you're, you're stepping into home ownership. It's, it's so worth it in the long run. It might not seem worth it in the beginning. And you might have a little buyer's remorse. That's totally normal because you've jumped into something that's a big responsibility. Yeah. But it's setting your future up, setting you up for success later in your life. And it's better to do it now than later, because the longer you wait, the less you can reap the rewards of being a homeowner. That makes sense. And you've already gone this far. I mean, you make great money. You took great care of your credit, which a lot of people your age can't say. A lot of people, you know, they spend and they have a lot of debt, but you've done, you've been so responsible thus far. I think you're a perfect candidate to be a homeowner. Thank you, Anna. I really appreciate that. Well, you did all the hard work, you know, you kept, you know, you paid your bills, you made your payments on time for your car, all that stuff. Awesome. So do you want to go Saturday and look at these homes? Yeah. Okay. Because I've made appointments with the listing agents to go view the homes. And, and on showing time. So we're kind of scheduled between 12 and four to go look at all these homes. Let's go look at them, you know, and you'll have plenty of time. You know, escrow is usually from 20 to 30 days. You have plenty of time to pack up your stuff once you know your offer has been accepted. Okay. So it is a process. It's not going to happen overnight. You have plenty of time to sort through your stuff and all that. Okay. All right, so Saturday at 12, I'll, I'm going to, I sent you the list of homes. So we'll meet at the first one at 123 Main Street, and then we'll go from there. All right. I'm so excited for you. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. Like I said, uh, you know, the lender and me, we're, we're not going to force you into something that we think is not a right fit for you. You know, a home that's out of your price range or, you know, an area that you don't like. We want to get you into the home that you like. And these four might not be it once you see inside of them, but, you know, maybe they are. And then you move forward and I guarantee you that you're going to feel a sense of pride and homeownership. All right, Kevin, you got to you got to give in here and there in order to keep the conversation going. So <laughs> it's either yeah. you're a flat out no and she's going to have to recognize that or at some point you're just going to have to give in a little bit. I mean. And I say that for the purpose of a script to keep it going as well. Otherwise, we're just going back and forth, back and forth. I think I got him at, at a yes. We're going to go look at homes. Yes, you got a, You definitely got him at a yes. Yes, you did. And by the way, I did pull up the magic words as well. So there was a lot of opportunity in there. Only because I have it in front of me, right? So Yeah, and I have them here somewhere under my keyboard or something. Yeah, but there was a lot of opportunity to say, you know, look, Kevin, I understand that right now you're having some second thoughts. How open-minded are you to just follow up, follow through with what we already started and go and take a look at a few without any kind of commitments? You don't have to make an offer, but let's take a look. You know, you've already started it. You've like he's already doing well. He's already started their paperwork. Sounds like he got pre-approved because you're already to the point where you're willing to show him homes. Just kind of going that way. 
you know, just imagine that we get out there, we start taking a look and we see a home that's just, you fall in love with. So there's, there's several different things. Look, I'm here for you. Don't worry. I am a realtor professional that, and I'm, and I'm acting in your best behalf. I'm not going to steer you in the wrong direction. There's a whole bunch of different ones that we could have used for that conversation. Moving on because it is nine. I just kind of want to review really quickly. Never (laughs) the difference. Deadlines. Deadlines make people do impulsive things, resist the urge to rush as a deadline approaches, take advantage of the rush and order and, and others. Share my deadlines information. Asymmetry is the worst for me. This next one, the three uses of fair defensive move. We just want what's fair. I can I can kind of see that all over the place too. This is a person that's emotionally rattled. Negotiators will raise their counter offer. Uh, correct response. Okay, I apologize. Let's stop everything and go back to where I started treating you unfairly, and we'll fix it. I could easily see that happening in a negotiation. You know, that's totally not a fair offer. I mean, let's go back and take a look at what is fair. Nefarious accusation. We've given you a fair offer and the jab meant to distract my attention. Correct response is fair. That's in a question. It seems like you're ready to provide the evidence that supports that positive. I want you to feel like you are being treated fairly at all times. So please stop me at any time. If you feel like I'm being unfair and we'll address it. Is there anything else that you see in here? I would hate to be in a situation where someone said I was treating them unfairly if I was their real estate agent. Yeah. If it does happen, then that's where we say, look, you know what? Let's stop for a moment here. I really want to make sure that you know that I'm working in your best interest. I'm always doing my best to treat you fairly. It's like you got to have like a heart to heart with them almost. Cause it's like we're, you know, we're all the the deal is closing regardless. We just gotta make sure, like, like you said earlier, we gotta deal with the, our conversations. Even in the conversation that Emily and I were having, like you didn't want to, you wanted to go see some homes without getting pre-approved. I could easily see how someone might see that as being treated unfairly like why like why do i have to do this in order to go and see some homes i I mean that's just show me the homes is that fair enough i'm already working with you and uh, you know i'm i have a job i can afford a house (laughs) just show me the homes yeah yeah but i I, yeah i could see that but at the same time i don't know what your debt is debt to income you might have a whole bunch of yeah yeah and or some uh, bad stuff out there unpaid debt exactly or you might have been a co-signer somewhere and somebody jacked up some something for you there your Uh identity might have been stolen Uh and you wouldn't even know it yeah sometimes so there's a lot of different things that we don't know about. Yeah, we know you have a great job. Yeah, we know you make good money. That's what you told us. Well, we have to confirm that with the lender because at the end of the day, unless you have cash, well, it's not even that. You still got to get, 
if you if they say they're paying cash, you still got to get a proof of funds, uh, yeah, proof of funds from the bank. Yeah, especially if it's any you know luxury home up in the millions, you have to show something to support that you're qualified to even look at the home. I would show it either way. I mean, make sure that they show it either way because you're. Oh gonna, yeah. Because again. Because again, per the contract, that has to be submitted with X amount of days. No, I'm days. saying some of the listing agents require that before you even look at their home. They want to get that pre-approval before they let you view. That's true. Yes. A lot of the listing agents are requesting Because that. sellers don't want whoever just walking through their home. They only want pre-qualified people. And I can't blame them for that. So no, exactly. No. So in a situation like your, if I had gone down a little bit further, I want to make sure that it's understood that I am, even though that the word fair didn't come up, I could say, look, I just want to make sure that, that you understand that we have a process that we, how we work together, how, how we work mm -hmm. in, in order for us to, uh, continue to move forward the right thing to do is to do this before we go and do this well and also if you're giving a thorough buyer's presentation before they even sign their bre you've already talked about it essentially yes we did in fact that was the step prior to this so, so the step prior to providing ongoing service to the buyer is preparing the buyer and preparing the buyer is having these conversations up front. So you're absolutely right. We should have already done this. So if they're arguing with you now at this point, it might be worth, <laughs> this is for individuals to call, but it might be worth giving that client up or referring them out or just having a real strong heart to heart. Look, are you going to fight me the whole way? Because I'm not into that. We do have tough conversations, but if they're just going to fight, because once they're in it, you're going to be with them for the next, you know, two to three months, uh -huh. maybe a little longer. And that can be a real headache sometimes. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you have other people to take care of who are, you know, a little more easy to work with, you're going to maybe put that person on the side, if they're going to be more difficult, not on the side, but you know what I mean? Less attention because you know, it's going to be a issue. That's right. All right. Well, I think that's it. All right. So that's the script. I hope that you found it very useful to download the script. Just go ahead and head over to realestatescriptspodcast.com. There'll be a link there for you to download the script. This podcast is for the purpose of education only, and it does not make any guarantees. We suggest you seek out the help of your broker, coach, or mentor for specific situations. Brought to you by Darren Tunstall at Repros, California DRE number 0185345.